You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, there's the thumbs up. Here we go. Podcast on a Tuesday. Al, I have something for you to start as, uh, well, not as always, but today. All right. So this is a What Would Al Dukes Do? That's how we start the I podcast. Like those. Today, What Would Al Dukes Do? So you uh, you love going out to dinner. It's the one thing that you still enjoy doing. Yes. Uh, I did meet, by the way, the Patricios, I believe, down in uh, Bradley Beach or in uh, Long Branch or in Asbury Park or somewhere they have a restaurant. That's not the name of a restaurant. <laughs> Patricios? Patricios? Federici's? Federici's? Maybe that's it. Yes, maybe that's it. Pizza Fed- place? Perhaps. Pizza. Is it down the shore? Uh, there, there are some down there. Yeah. Yes, I met them. They own it. They said you've been in. They like you, so they said hello. Federici's. So that's it. Right, so let me ask you this. So it was Kim and our Kim and mine's anniversary yesterday. Oh, nice. So twenty four years. It's not like a big number. It's Next year it's a big number. Year, right, but it's not like a, a round number. It's it's twenty four years. It's very cool. Whatever. Long time. Um, and so Matthew was out. And Joseph was home alone. So it was like, all right, we're going to go out to dinner by ourselves. Now nah, we'll take Joseph with us. So we go out to dinner. Now, I didn't want to go to a chain restaurant. I wanted to go somewhere different. And there's a specific place that we have been to four or five times. Always busy. I wouldn't say the last time we were there, it was packed. But you could walk in and get a table. Great ambiance. Bars always full. TVs going at the bar. So we show up last night when I decide to go. This is where I decide to go. We get there early because I don't want to eat at 7 o'clock. We get there at 5.30. And from the outside, it doesn't look like there's too many people in there. But I see a guy sipping wine at the bar. I'm like, ah, we're fine. Let's go in. We go in. I'm not going to mention the name. That's that's irrelevant. There's no one there. But they're open. Mm -hmm. So... Joseph walked in first, and the guy sees him and says, oh, hello. And Joseph's like, three. (laughs) So... The guy's already grabbing the menu, so I'm like looking around. Kim's looking at me like, huh. I'm like, yeah, you know what? We sit down. It's 530. It's early. I'm sure by 6 o'clock this place will be busy like it normally is. No. Nothing. 6 o'clock comes. Like, we're the only people in the restaurant. It felt weird. Yeah, that is weird. You want a little ambiance. Some. Now, there were four couples that walked in. 
picked up their to-go meals and walked out. Mm. It felt like the pandemic. Yeah. Now, we were in a booth, so we weren't like in a big dining room with just empty tables around us. Music was playing. You could hear the TV. And being we were in the booth, you couldn't see anything anyway. But we got up at 630. I'm like, no one ever came in. Would you have stayed? I uh, probably would have stayed, yeah. I agree. I felt good about staying because I felt bad for the people working. Yeah, like if it was a place I knew had good food, it I was good. I would have stayed, yeah. I, I would have been, been a little there surprised. Four, five, we've been there four or five times, and it's always busy, and yeah. the food's great. Strange. That is strange. Oh, I, I would have stayed, for that sure. That makes me feel better. Yeah, yeah. Well, we stayed. Maybe we if it was a brand it. new place I'd never been to before, I might be like, oh, this is... And I probably would have stayed anyway and just complained about it the whole time. <laughs> we didn't complain about it. We laughed about it. But man, no ambiance or yeah, that's at weird. all. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like you do want some ambiance. That's yes, why you go out. But you don't want it to be so crazy that it's slowing down your meals and or all that it that takes stuff. an hour to get a table. Yeah, I know but, it's a fine line. It's like what we talk about when you go to book a doctor's appointment. Yes, if the doctor goes, come in later. You're like, wow, <laughs> this doctor's not busy. And then if the dog you call and see a doctor takes two months, you're like, what the hell is this? You want somewhere in between. How about sometime next week? Right, exactly, yes. Fine by me. Right. Unless you're sick and it's one of those places where you need medicine now. Yeah, if you're in pain, the different story. For sure. I feel like I may be coming to the end of my drinking coffee. Okay. I'm just not enjoying it like I used to, and I don't know what is going on exactly. Maybe you're more into... Other beverages like water? Uh, you, no. You don't have like you don't put flavors in your water no. or energy. No. No, because those are filled normally with the the chemicals I don't eat okay. now. So that's out. And and I'm not sure what it is about the coffee. Like I, I might try. Like I I went I got away from in the morning. I make coffee and I bring it to her. Right. And I got away from away from. I didn't want it in the paper cups with the plastic lid. Because of all my ingredients, people say plastic and hot beverages should not mix. It releases these chemicals you don't want. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a ceramic mug. Now, I also don't like those mugs like a Yeti that's that's aluminum because then the coffee tastes like aluminum to me. So then I was like, okay. So I found a ceramic travel mug okay. that had a silicone top. And I wasn't sure silicone and plastic, are they the same? Or I'm not sure. But now it just, and I've been using it for a while, it just tastes like I'm drinking silicone coffee. Well, that's not good. Yeah. Then i also been drinking black coffee for years, and all of a sudden I've decided, like, I don't know, maybe I want milk in this coffee again. And then when I come here, I drink an additional two cups of coffee. And by the second one, I'm not even enjoying it. So I'm like, what am I, why am I drinking it? Did you always drink it black? No. I think that's part of it. But I've been drinking it black for probably a year. But you get bored of it. Yeah, I guess I got bored of it. There's no variation to it. So I'm back now to the whole organic milk into my coffee. But I don't like to bring that into work. Now I'm bringing milk into work. Yeah. I don't know. Just have it at home then. I guess, yeah. That's it. I guess I just have it at home. I only have one cup a day. Yeah. And some days I don't have any. Because I really used to look forward to that. First cup of coffee in the morning, but traveling with, I might have to go back to the, to the paper cup and the plastic lid and I, just suck up the, the, the microplastics. You're going to be fine. I enjoy the weekend coffee in the morning. Yeah. The weekend coffee. In the when morning. I don't have to run out of the house, I leisurely like Saturday and Sunday this weekend. Now, Saturday we were out a little earlier than I would have liked because of Matthew's graduation, 
But I still got up at 6 o'clock and still have plenty of time to read the post online and kind of just get settled into the day and have my cup of coffee there. It was in the morning. It was sunny. I got cloudy, but it was sunny in the morning. I love that. During the week, I'm fine. I, You know what? I drank today. I drank... Uh, I drank a, the, I think it's 32-ounce thing of water. Kim bought a, I think you just said Yeti. She just got a gigantic Yeti cup um, that I like because of the size of it. And I know it sounds stupid, but I like the, um, what do you call it? What do you drink out of? The mouth of the, the water flows out. It just, it it's sounds, got a good water flow, it yeah. It does. It sounds stupid, but I like it. So I, I've been doing that the last, I would say... Yeah, the last couple of weeks I've been drinking water on the way in. And sometimes, like, I went and got half a cup of coffee at uh, 8.30 this morning. Do you have to, like, I used to drink water on my way home from work. Yeah. And about halfway home, I'd have to pee so bad. Yeah, I bad. stopped. I'm done. I drank the 32 ounces, and then I had another four or five ounces. I'm now done. I'll start drinking the water again when I hit the parkway. You know what else has a nice uh, a flow for drinks is, uh, you know, when you get a beer, not in a can, not in a bottle, but in the can shaped like a bottle? You know in those beers? Sh- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I that's got you get them at the games. Yeah, that's yes. got a great flow. Yes, I agree. They're well because they're the wide mouth. mouth. Yeah, wide yep. mouth. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's they nice. Go, the problem is they go down too quick. Yeah, and if they're ice cold, forget it. They're beautiful. Yes, they are. Yeah. So I don't know. I've been kind of toying with that. Like maybe tomorrow, I don't know, unless I go get some paper cups today and, and try that. I just, I feel like I'm just eating silicone. Now, are you the type? Like Eddie says, he'd be jittery without the coffee. Would I, you be fine? I think I don't get jittery. I don't get jittery from not having coffee, and I don't get jittery from slamming energy drinks or anything. Yeah, I don't either. I think I would get a headache from not having the coffee because okay. sometimes on the weekends, if I wait later than normal, like I'm having coffee at 3 o'clock in the morning now, and if I get up, let's say, 5 o'clock in the morning, I wake up with a headache because I didn't have the coffee. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. I think that's what I'm getting a headache from. That's interesting. I don't have that issue. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what to do, Jerry. I mean, these are the things I've got to deal with These today. are your problems. These are problems I'm going to try to attack today. Right. There are third world problems. Mm-hmm. There are first world problems. And then there are owl problems. Yes. <laughs> that are even... A little bougie for first world problems. Ah, uh, they could be. Yeah, I wanted to uh, bring up another story for you. I should have pulled this up, Jerry, before I came. Do you are you familiar with the uh, former NFL player Russell o- Okung? Okun, Okung. He's a, a line a lineman. Used to play for the Panthers, I believe. All right, and maybe the Seahawks. I believe. Let me see, Jerry. Let me tell you He's about a tackle. it. All right. Yeah, where is he? Because he was the one. Wasn't he the one that converted a lot of his money to Bitcoin? Uh, is that true? I did not. De- I'm gonna, I didn't hold know on. That. I'm going to Google it right now mm-hmm. because I'm almost certain. Russell Okung, let's see. And he played for, I want to get this right. I thought it was, I thought it was Seattle and Carolina. I could be wrong about that. I see him in a Carolina uniform. Okay. Okay. So this is what I, I, I'm looking at his Twitter. Okay. And he says, the journey from being a 330-pound NFL football player to 100 pounds lighter sure. has been unreal. A new me, a new chapter. The number one question I keep hearing is, how did you do it? How did you lose 100 pounds? So he says, answer. Listen to this, Jerry. I fasted for 40 days with nothing but water. 40 days. That's a month 
and a week. He's really allowed his body to attack all the fat storage, huh? He said, yes, you've read right. The experience was so rich and rewarding that I'm going to do it again. Fasting isn't just about weight loss. It's about regeneration, healing, and self-discovery. In quieting my physical hunger, I unlocked mental clarity and spiritual revelation. A total reset. Okay. That sounds like 40 days of just water. I don't necessarily believe it, but I don't. I don't know why he'd be lying. He says the benefits are profound. Clearer skin, better digestion, improved mental focus. Even my joint pain has decreased. Well, you're not consuming inflammation type of food. So yeah. I have a friend of mine, and he was the one too. Uh, in 2020, his contract with the Panthers was for $13 million. Yeah. And he took six and a, he took half of it in Bitcoin which is now worth $2 million. So he lost on that deal. Yeah. Um, I have a friend of mine, real disciplined like you, when he sets his mind to something, and like G2, clearly, when he sets his mind to something, he does it, and he will do, he's got a period of six months out of the year where he does a seven-day water fast, 14 days, good, clean diet, Seven day water fast, fourteen days clean. It's it's like it's a one third, but it's seven straight days, and he does that for six months. The other six months, he does seven day water fast, two weeks purely clean, one week whatever you want, but within not going over. I think it's three thousand calories. You do not go over three thousand calories. So he he has that one week a month where he feels like he's eating. Can ha- he can go get a Big Mac if he wants, um, and that's that's been the way he has pretty much done things for about four years now that I've known him. It's very bizarre, but he is ripped to shreds, and he does go to the gym, but he only goes for twenty five minutes three days a week. That's all he does. Uh, when I tell you the guy is shredded, it's it's amazing to me. I mean, I've done that thing where you can't eat the day before a colonoscopy. Yeah. <laughs> And that feels like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's tough. I know. I, well, I even think when they do the prolon fast. Yes. They always talk, they're always they having bone broth and, uh, and four peanuts, and they're starving, and they're moody on day three. I don't know how you get to 40 days of not eating anything. Yeah, I, I wonder at what at what day does it start to feel where you start to feel leveled out. I don't know. And then, like, okay, so he was 330 pounds, yeah. and now he's 230, which means he's still... 230. 230. After fasting for 40 days. I do believe he's six foot seven, though. I believe he's a huge human being. He's a tall man. I think so. I'm going to pull up his. uh, I could be wrong about that. Legitimately, if I weigh, I weigh 150. Yes. If I were to fast water only for seven days, not 40 days, seven days, what would happen to me? (laughs) You'd dissolve. I might dissolve. He's six five, by the way. Um, I don't know. I, I you I don't know what you have left to lose. There's not much there, aside from a little bit of bloating, maybe from coffee and white. A little bit of belly fat, a little bit. But that's it. Uh, there's maybe not that'll a whole go lot away. for it to go. You and I'm not making fun of you. You have bony ass legs. Yeah, I do have bony legs. Your neck is thin. Your thin face neck. is pretty thin. I don't know where your 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 ass is gone. I don't know what. Right. Else. If I fasted for seven days, 
Yeah, I would say for you, there's no reason to fast. No, no, no. I, 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 I would not be in the fasting mode. No. I'm just thinking about cutting out coffee at this point. Right. But I feel like I need a substitute. For the coffee? Yeah. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> so, weed on my way to work. Then when I get to no, work, on the way weed. Home. Not on the way to work. Oh, I see. The way home. Maybe you just have a coffee. I have a caffeine pill on the way here. <laughs> yeah. Remember those things? Yeah, I, I think they still revive or viverin. What was the thing? Oh, man. What was the thing Sid Rosenberg did? That he get to lose weight. Stacker two. It's, it wasn't that, but it was something like that. I believe you can still buy those things in the store. Oh yeah, they still have that crap. Dexatrim. Dexatrim. That, yeah. Mm, that might have been it. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, those now. are bad. That's a bad scene. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I might. I. I. I either I'm gonna go with one coffee a day, on the way in. Yep. Like I make it at home, and then I put it in a paper cup. God forbid. Uh, with a plastic lid, which I'm not don't want to do, but that's the only way I can enjoy it right now. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. But I do like like here's what I have been doing. I come in here and to do the warm up show starting at five, I make a cup of coffee. I know you do, and I love to drink that while I'm doing the warm up right. show. And then for some reason, after I eat my peanut butter on rice cakes, Jerry, at seven forty five, I go get another coffee. But you don't need that one. I don't need that. No, drink your water. So maybe I just eliminate that coffee to start. There, and maybe you'll want it more. Right. That's all. Listen, these are the battles I'm going against. These are the against. battles you're fighting daily. Yeah. Right. right, Jerry. A lot of people have demons. These are mine. Yeah. Well, you should be so lucky that those are your this, demons. These are my demons. Yeah. Then there's another thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch when I get home today for during lunch when I'm having my eggs. Here's what I know it won't be. Mets, Braves, or Yankees, White Sox. <laughs> Hold on, Jerry. There's a man named David Grush. He's a, what is called now, he's an Air Force veteran. And he is a whistleblower. Okay. Claiming that he has been told by many people in the Air Force whom he works with, or worked with, high-level guys, that the U.S. has retrieved UFOs and bodies cool and he's been interviewed okay and i'm and he's been interviewed by uh this vargas what's her name elizabeth vargas Vargas. you know elizabeth vargas from her 2020 days okay well evidently she's on something called news nation now whatever that is sounds like a tumble sounds like a tumble and sounds like someone trying to get publicity for a network yeah well he uh, this guy is out there and talking and he says that uh we are reverse engineering these UFOs, yeah. we have recovered some UFOs. Some are still in working order. Others are not. Uh, they have somewhere crash landed. I'm still going to come back to the same thing. Yeah. Like Donald Trump didn't spill the beans. Yeah. Donald Trump, who loves to hear himself talk. Do you think they didn't no tell him? filter. Do you think they didn't tell him maybe because they knew he was he was nuts? No. You no, think he... I think there are explanations for a lot of these things. Hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm going to look this up, though. David Grouch. Grouch. I don't believe anybody anymore. I really don't. I think yeah, everybody lies through their teeth. And now to become famous where you can make money for being famous online, everybody's full of crap. Famous for being famous. Yeah. Like, I, you get 
you make money for being famous online. Like you can now make money, which is why, I mean, where were we the other day? Oh my God. In Red Bank. We were in Red Bank the other day and there was a girl, who knows who she was. She was clearly videoing herself doing all these things on the sidewalk. In Red Bank. And my, my wife goes, she goes, what is she doing? I'm like, what do you think she's doing? She's trying to do something to put herself on TikTok and Instagram and all these different things so that people see her. She gets a whole bunch of clicks and she gets enough followers to where she can start making money. That's what she's doing. Yeah, I, I often think about like the people that I follow on uh, Instagram for ingredients and food. Sure. All of them are videotaping in supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know some of them get chased out of supermarkets yes, sometimes. because they probably don't want that. Right, what are you doing? Making money. And then other times, other people are in the background shopping. I'm like, those people didn't right. okay themselves being Did they sign on. a release? Yeah. I always think of that. Yeah. Like, I took a photograph that's going to be my calendar this year at, at DJ's. It was when the sun was coming up, and it was the coolest time of morning where the sun was coming up. There were a couple of clouds covering it. No filter used whatsoever. And it's almost like a golden sunshine. It's beautiful. So I took a photograph of it and I wrote, ooh, I'm like, you know what? You can kind of see the car's license plate. And so I had to crop it because my first thought is I, I didn't get okay to put their car in the Right. These people are just posting anything they want, whenever they want, and making money on it. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Then once you are to a point where you're making money on it, like where you get enough followers. Then you have to put out a certain amount of you content. You can't stop. You can't stop. Yeah. You're right. Which is why some of them have gotten goofy, even to you. Yeah. Yes. Like the one guy who mainly just talked about uh, eat red meat, eat fruit, mm-hmm. don't eat vegetables. Right. Okay. That's what his thing. Now he's doing things on why Pop-Tarts aren't good for you. I know Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Like, they're in a box, number one. Right. We're like they do that sometimes. It gets like these stupid things. They're like, "I'm going to tell you why Lucky Charms aren't great for you." Yeah, we know that. Or why Skittles is bad for your health. That's literally just trying to put out that's, content. Right. That's, that's like all that is. I need to do two posts a day or a yeah. post a day or. Yeah. That's why it's always interesting. These podcast hosts that built their podcasts on guests, mm-hmm. like, and they run out of guests. Well, you, you ran into that. I ran into that, yeah, when I was sure. doing that one. That's why I stopped doing it. You And partly, too. I mean, you picked a very niche topic that only had so many guests to pull from yeah. in this area. Yeah, the local broadcasters. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but even like like Mark Marin has a podcast where he interviews people. He's one of the top podcasts. He's been around a long time. There are months that go by where I don't even know. I'm like, who are these people right. that he's talking to? Yeah. Well, that's why, I mean, I know Rogan because he's a comedian, but I mean, the amount of comedians he puts on that I have, I mean, I don't listen to him often because I don't know who the people are. Yeah. Doesn't interest me. Hey, he talks to Johnny Appleseed about his comedy tour. Who? Johnny Appleseed. Right, right yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, the Rogan podcasts are funny too. Now, I am a listener, so uh, while I will critique, I do listen. I know you do. But... It has now the now the podcasts are the first part of the podcast is people telling him how great his new club is right. in Austin, how it's going to revolutionize comedy, et cetera. The second part is if the guest has any interest in MMA fighting, forget it. Forget it. Right. And then let me think what the third one normally is. Cold plunges. 
Oh, okay. Doing cold plunges. All right. That's so, what Evan did. Evan did a cold plunge? The ice bath at DJ's. Oh, he did? I didn't he know he did that. He sat in it for six minutes. Really? Yes, neck high. Wow. The goal, I think, was three minutes. He blew right past it and then did it as long as he could. Imagine how small those testicles were when he got out. Right. That's what I don't... Like, oh. Joe Rogan never mentions testicles. Yeah. I need to know what's going on with the testicles. They I got shrivel. Was this on uh, social media, Evan? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The, the FAN account posted it. Craig posted it. The show account posted it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. How that was I that miss Friday at DJ's. I don't know how you didn't see it. Maybe I'm not on Twitter as much as... Uh, I saw it on Instagram. As I think. I saw it on Instagram. You know what's interesting? I stopped following like the the FAN stuff because... Okay. It's nonstop. It's the same thing they we're talking about lot. with the other one. Yeah, it's like it's nonstop postings. Yeah. No, it's because, a lot of stuff. again, you get to this thing, you hire a social media team, they've got to be doing stuff. So you're posting, 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 even if it's content. not interesting. Yeah, lots of content. Right. That is very true. Constant. The worst is the people that Manish Mehta used to do this, and now some of the food people I follow do this. They retweet their own postings throughout the day because mm. they know people follow a lot of people, sure. so you're not going to see a lot of the posts. Like I'm saying, oh, I missed these posts, and they like retweet them all themselves all day long because they have to get clicks. Right, there's no doubt. Did you see this? And I don't. I'm asking you because I don't know if it's new or not, but I was very intrigued by it on Netflix. I saw a trailer for David Geffen. Is that new or is that something that's old? It's not new. It's not okay. It looked really intriguing because he had, like, they had, I think uh, Huey Lewis was on there. Was... Yeah, I think I saw this, but it, yeah, okay. it was not new. But I, if I did see it, I remember liking it. Looked pretty good. Yeah. Looked pretty good. I saw my son is watching uh, Manifest. Is that the name yeah. of the show? And I see that's, like, the number one show on Netflix now. I've seen a couple of episodes with him. Twisted. Yeah, that was a show that was on NBC originally. Oh, okay. The very first season, and then maybe even season two. And and then it went to Netflix. Yeah. I will tell you, he's in like season four. I don't know what the hell I'm watching when I sit down with him. Yeah. I mean, it's well beyond me. And I know I didn't see it from the beginning. I get it. But it just, I don't know. It was a very intriguing beginning. And then I got confused. Like, I, I and then you were out. Yeah. But the beginning of it was these people get on a plane. Right. And go. When they land... Five years has passed, and the people are like, "Where the hell have you, yeah, right. guys, been?" Yeah, and five years has passed, and no one has aged that was on the plane. that was on the plane. Yeah, and that they is can't weird. figure out what the hell. I, people had gotten remarried. Yeah, I tell my wife, like, could you imagine being a writer for these shows? It's so complex and confusing. There, there's got to be dozens of writers working on it. Especially if you have a show that you go, okay, this where I'm going to write this for one season long, 12 episodes. Right. And then it gets wildly popular, and they come to you, they go, we need a second season. I'd be like... Well, I, you know, I'll give you an example of that, too, is The Flash on, see, it was on uh, Channel 11. The first couple of seasons of that show, remarkable. Like, And I'm not a, I'm not one of these comic book guys or more. I'm not, I, that show, though, the first two seasons, I thought was awesome. And then it morphed into, I don't know what the hell it became. And I haven't watched it since. And I just came over. This is the last season. I might have just ended, actually. Earlier this year, maybe in, like, February, I came across a new episode in the final season. I'm like, it was goofy. 
Like, what happened to season? Yeah. And I think that could be part of it. They write a year. Like, this is a great show. All right, we're going to sign you up for two more years. Huh? What? How many movie storylines can you have? Yeah, I remember watching them when the Seinfeld DVDs first came out. And they were very popular. Uh, and the DVDs had a lot of behind-the-scenes interviews. And Larry David talked about that. Like, they, they did this pilot for NBC. And they did six episodes. Right. And he said they came to him like, okay, we need 13 more. He's like, I don't have 13. <laughs> this was for season two. He goes, I don't have 13 more ideas. Wow. And every year he thought, I don't have 13 more and ideas. And he would come up with it. Him and the writers and things like I that. I guess but. when you sit down, you put your heads together, and you actually throw out ideas, stuff sticks. Right, and that's why all these shows have all these different writers, yeah. right? So people to have ideas. Because then over the years, with Seinfeld in particular, I would hear writers being interviewed who had been on Seinfeld and they might have had one episode mm -hmm. where it was their this happened to them in their life and yeah. it turned into a Seinfeld and that's all they really need if you yeah. get one of those from each writer every year there's a season yeah it's You're a right. season then you rotate writers get that's a couple true. more ideas and everybody else tweaks your idea. Why can't we get one of those jobs? Where all you need I is one know. idea and you can pay me for the entire <laughs> the entire year. And I'll help tweak other people's ideas. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> They'll tell me their story. I go, what if this instead? Maybe you'll be Rogan's next producer and you can guide him through. Listen, Joe. We're going to go turn these into 45-minute podcasts. <laughs> and that's part one. Once a week. He was going to say to you, what else do you want me to do with my day? <laughs> Wrestle people. All right. You could do that. Cold plunge and wrestle. And work out. And work out. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll be back here. It's a very, a very intriguing Mets Brave series. You and I will tackle that tomorrow morning at 5. So. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. 
Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. A minute after 5 o'clock, it is a Tuesday, as they say. The Eddie Scazzeri. So nice to see you. Missed you this weekend. And across from me, his name is Al Thomas Dukes. What's up, man? Is it Al Thomas Dukes or Al Tomas Dukes? Thomas. Not Tomas. Thomas. Tomas. Thomas. Uh, Jerry, there was no local baseball last night. No, no. Mets or Yankees. No. So uh, normally I am uh, someone who is locked into that uh, baseball, you know, night on a nightly basis. Not so really. I You're had, locked into the highlights of baseball. So I had uh, an evening free to watch something, something else other than baseball. <laughs> yeah. And I chose, you know, I said, I'm going to check out that uh, Michael Jordan Nike oh, movie. Air. Air. Yeah. I put it on. I could not get past the terrible acting, mainly. Really? Yeah. I couldn't. Here's my problem with watching movies now. Like when I, I watch all these crime documentaries and regular documentaries, I have a hard time watching that and not seeing Ben Affleck in a bad wig trying mm. to be Phil Knight. Right. And I just can't get past it's Ben Affleck in a wig. You would have been better off having actors that you weren't familiar with. Yes. I agree. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And then I see Matt Damon, who clearly put on weight to be a little bit fatter. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing him, and I'm seeing him and Ben Affleck talking and knowing their best friends, yeah. having a conversation like they're pretending to be Phil Knight and this other dude. I just could not get past it. I see Matt Damon. All I think of is The Martian now, for real. Yeah. Anytime I see him, I just think of him on Mars. Yeah, there's like certain guys where it's like it's yeah. they you see them as actors. So what'd now. you give it? Twenty minutes? I got to the point where uh the Jordans started meeting with shoe companies. Okay. And then I shut it off because it was I was getting sleepy, but like I have no real interesting on back. Yeah. So you're out. Okay. Like the dialogue, like the guy who played David Falk, who was mm-hmm. Boomer's agent. That seemed phony. Like, every just seemed fake. I just ah. Well, this is not a good endorsement for the no. film. Which I, I was, was at terrible. some point looking forward to watching. And we got a lot of calls when it comes. You guys watch Air? Did you go? I don't know. I I just didn't work for you. Just Ben Affleck in an orange wig looked weird. Hmm. Okay. And I know Phil Knight's a weird dude. And I'd love to know how they did end up wooing Michael Jordan. We'll continue to watch then. I or guess. I'm sure books have been written about it. I'm no. not going to read a book. Chad. Not going to read a book either. Good God. Maybe I could read uh, Wikipedia. Can you like get one Wikipedia. of those uh, Cliff Notes versions or Cliff Note? Don't version? you get that app? I had that app. It's too expensive. Okay. What was that, $8 a month? No, that that app to to read these uh, breakdowns of books was like $23 a month. But you're not buying the books. I know, but I still... Not working for you. Not working for me. All right, then. (laughs) No reading for you. (laughs) You know what I'll do? I'll see if there's a Wikipedia page on it. I mean, I'm just curious because I am interested. Yeah. You need a documentary with Phil Knight in it and Michael Jordan in it. And all these and real actual David people, correct? Yes. That's what you need. Yes, you, you know need what a I, thirty for thirty. Ever do that? They knew a thirty no. for thirty on this. Didn't anybody That's interview weird. Phil Knight and just go, "Hey, how'd you get? How'd you end up getting Michael Jordan?" Because they uh, had to have. Because according to this uh, movie, yeah, Nike was terrible, and all they were doing was had running shoes. So they were good in the running shoe market, but nothing else. Yeah, Adidas, everybody loved because Run DMC sang my Adidas, and they had cool track suits. And then Converse was cool because Magic and Larry Bird wore them. So how they ended up getting uh, Michael Jordan, I have no idea. All right, so let me let me ask you this question. Yes. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm reading something Google made up. All right. Possible, Jerry. I in this put world. in 30 for 30 Michael Jordan, Phil Knight. Mm-hmm. Seems fair. Yeah. 
First thing that comes up, April 2015. In the second episode of the Soul Man, ESPN's 30 for 30, they break down how Nike got Michael Jordan to sign. <laughs> all right, I'll look for that then. <laughs> so this has been done then. Now, why are we all excited about Matt? Ben, I don't know, because it's Affleck. a movie maybe, and it's Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, and people go goo-goo-gaga over those He's two. In an I don't know. Wig. I don't know. Now, my question would be, how did I not see this? Right. Yeah, I feel like I've watched all the 30 for 30s. I'm sorry. Ju- uh, it was 2016. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I used to watch all those 30 for 30s. I'm sure I saw it, and it just was not that interesting, and then I moved on. Hmm. Well, this is now that you started to watch the film and had yeah. to break down the film and turn the film off, and you're yeah. not going back to the film. Now, may I suggest to you Soul Man, the All 30 right. for 30 on this. You may suggest that to All me, right. Jerry. Well, I just did. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that would be my that would be my suggestion to you. Also in this film, I don't know if, if they ever reveal Michael Jordan, but so far everything I've seen, his parents speak for him, and he's just... Well, he was 18, 19 act, years old. No, but I'm saying the actor is shot from the back. You never even see so oh, far okay. what Michael Jordan's face looks like. Well, but in fairness to that, I would think that's a smart move given what you just said. Like, it's one thing for these guys to be Phil Knight or to be David Falk. Most people have no idea what they look like. The yes. whole world knows what Michael Jordan looks like. So to actually shoot him from behind or a side profile where you don't actually get and you're like, I don't know, Michael Jordan. I think it actually makes sense. I just wish they found a better wig for Matt uh, for uh, Ben Affleck. This wig's really bothering. It was just like an old so, president's wig. It's just so bizarre. Well, like Phil Knight has red hair. Yeah. But it looked like just like a mop <laughs> put on top of Ben Affleck's head. It All right, just let me looks ask you strange. This. Have you checked out images of what Phil Knight looks like? Yeah, let me like, see. Does it look like his Phil actual hair even Knight. though you don't like it? Because if that's uh, the case, then they did a good job. Well, I'm seeing old photos of yeah, Phil Knight. So I, need, I need to see. There it is. Young Jerry. All right. Yes. Uh, the hair is somewhat accurate, I will say, <laughs> now that I'm looking at young Phil Knight. But I guess he just looks strange on because all I'm seeing is the on the actor Ben Affleck. But now we got to give him credit. They actually got the hair right. The hair's pretty good. All right. The hair is pretty good. That's actually funny. So I tried watching that last so night, Jerry. Out. I was trying to get into it, but uh, that's out now for me. I, I can't <laughs> go back to it. You Sadly, and I didn't watch the whole game. Don't get me wrong. I did watch three innings of the, the Rangers and the Cardinals. Why, why did you choose to watch that? I don't know. It was on. I Just because. I like, you know, I picked the Rangers. I told you I like the Rangers to win the their division and get to the World Series before the season began. So I'm kind of I have a little invested in the Rangers a little bit. So I don't know. It was on. The Mets and Yankees weren't playing. So I did watch some of that. And I was very intrigued by, and it didn't turn out to be, as I was watching that game on MLB Network on the crawl, I was seeing that Aaron Nola, no-hit alert, had a no-hitter through six. Oh, is that right? That didn't end up being a no-hitter. Okay. We still have none this year, just for the record. Which, like, last year we had, like, eight at this time. Something like that. It was all... so far, it's June 6th, no no-hitters. Hmm. It's a lot of games for something that you say is not special. Yeah, not that special. Perfect <laughs> game is awesome. Not special. No-hitter, not that we've great. We've got none. We've, we've I had know a we thousand games already. There's yeah. been none. Yeah, I know. Not even the combined no-hitter. Yeah, I guess. Which I agree with you is not That's special. That's nothing. But we've got no no-hitters. Okay. The Mets uh, did DFA, Jerry, designate for assignment. Tomas Nito. See ya. Which, uh, you weren't here yesterday, but uh, he had put out a, an Instagram where it made it seem like he was telling the fans, so, yeah, goodbye. So, he knew it was coming. Tomas Nito. Someone will pick him up, right? 
I kind of feel like all these guys end he up can't somewhere. hit. Oh, other than that, I mean, he can catch. Okay, okay. that's good. Uh, yes, someone we'll will pick him catcher. up. He'll be somewhere. But... He'll be somewhere. I mean, Aaron Hicks ended up somewhere. Uh, with the, how's he doing? Have you checked on Aaron Hicks at all? I have not. I know. I would even ask you that. That's a silly question, Jerry. <laughs> I, I, have I checked on? Aaron I barely Hicks? get an answer if I say, "Have you checked on the Mets?" <laughs> <laughs> I've checked on the. I knew they weren't on last night. I tell you that. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Aaron Hicks. I'm going to give you Aaron Hicks's last. When would you say he? When did well, he the go first game uh, was like uh, Thursday right. night. I think. I feel like you came in Friday and told us he had two hits. So Aaron Hicks has played four games with the Orioles. He is five for eleven. <laughs> He's batting 455, nice. and he's only struck out one time in four games. And he's scored four runs in four games. New spot. It works. He's in a new spot, and it works working. Think about him. this. In 28 games with the Yankees, he scored nine runs. He scored four in four games with the Orioles. Maybe the Orioles just score more runs than the Yankees, Jerry. <laughs> well, the That's Orioles are not a bad team, as we now know. Jerry, we've got a big, big series between the Mets and the Braves tonight. You would agree that this is a big series or no? Um, yeah, it's, this is not like, you know, late September down two games at a three, but yes, I think for where the Mets are and the crappy weekend they just had and now being five and a half back again. Yeah. I would say it's a relatively big series, relatively big series because, uh, they got swept by the blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we, the Mets head to Atlanta. Yeah. They got Carrasco pitching tonight. Then they've got, uh, Verlander and, uh, they got Verlander Scherzer. and Scherzer set up for games two and three. Yeah. Is Verlander second? I think Scherzer goes Scherzer first. Scherzer second. Because that's in the rotation, Scherzer-Verlander, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right, Jerry. I believe. Well, maybe not. No, you I never think know. you're right. I think you're right, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, so that's a very big series uh, starting tonight for the Mets. I, you know what I would say? It's an yeah. important series to okay. go get two out of three and to make yourselves relevant again because as much as after, before the Blue Jays series began, I really felt like Met fans were like, you know, the team's back. We were back. Took care of business with the Phillies and all was good. And then all of a sudden they fall flat on their face again. They're back to 500 again. You're five and a half games out and you're taking on the hated Braves. And it's in Atlanta. Um, you know, you at some point you got to turn the corner. I thought they did. I really did. I thought the way they played against the Phillies. I thought if they would have, even if, even if you... Split the first two games against the Blue Jays. All right, they beat you Sunday, so be it. To get swept at home the way they did, I don't know. And now you go, you got to go get two games here. You know what's weird? As a Met fan, I'd be happy with one game here. You can't be happy with one game. <laughs> I just don't want to get swept in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, if they, listen, if you're, t- if you're worried about being swept, then this team is nowhere near what, they, what they're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, it's could they get swept? 100%. But to sit there and be worried about it, you should be, as a Met fan, while they've been very average this year, you should be hoping for two out of three, and damn it, go sweep the series. I'm hoping for two out of three. Like, you got Scherzer and Verlander going in the back two games. I'm feeling like a one out of three, though. You know what the problem is? They don't score. Right. And no, they've they become don't. what we always talk about. Boring. Though against the Blue Jays, zero runs. I know. One run. I... And then four solo home runs on Sunday. Yeah, Not good enough. Not good enough. Not going to get her to No. That. And they're, you know what? They're lucky that they're not in the AL East because you got the Rays, I believe, are 43 and 19, I think. I mean, they'd be miles back. Miles and miles away. At 30 and 30. Oh, yeah. Yes. They'd be, what, 10 games out? They certainly would. So they're fortunate that the Braves have not run away and hit on them. Um, but you got you got to start making some inroads here. You have to. And Carrasco's last two games, now you look at the numbers, not great. Two and two, ERA over five, but. As you know, the last two games, Cubs and Phillies, 
He's only given up a couple of runs and over 12 innings of work. So maybe he gets you out to a good start. Maybe the bats break out a little bit. I don't know. We need a bat breakout. Yeah, but you know what happens a lot of times? A team like when teams are struggling to score, they they don't score. They don't score. They don't score. They don't score. Put up 17 runs in a game. And they come back the next day and get shut out. Like, how about some yeah, they do it all in one thing? You know what I like? Consistency in life. Me too. And there's too many teams and people that lack consistency. Mets are one of them. You know who's consistent? The Oakland A's. They suck. They just consistently suck. You know their record? No. If I told you they've played 62 games, what do you think their record is? I'm going to say they've won 27. They're 12 and 50. <laughs> 12 and 50. 12 games. All they're right. horrendous. Well, they're moving to Las Vegas. That's so consistency. Everything's looking up for them. Well, yes, everything is looking. You know what's looking down for me? My head of hair. I see you were going with a baseball <laughs> hat today. So here's what happened before we take a break. So remember last week, Boomer got on me for the, the hair on the back of my neck, which I neck was hair, yeah. disgusting. So because of that, I go, I go to the barber uh, every two weeks. Cleans the back of the neck up. He kind of cleans up the hair, which is... Um, dwindling, as mm-hmm. they say. Yes. Well, I gave Matthew my appointment last week because a week and a half ago, because or I guess two weeks ago now, because of his prom, wanted to make sure that he looked good. So I gave him my appointment. It was hard to get an appointment last minute. So I'm like, you know what? I can deal with a month in between. No, I can't. I can't comb this. I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> Strands of hair. <laughs> Strands of hair hanging on. I have had the last two weeks, I have had the raindrops on the head moment. Yeah. That's when you know, when you feel a raindrop hit your skin on your head. Oh, Now, for me, it hasn't been that. It has been, usually I get out of the shower. I don't even have to comb my hair. It just kind of sits in place. Now it's like in all different directions, and then I comb it. It's like a comb over. So I think the day of the hat has begun. You did uh, talk about this years ago, a while ago, that you were going to eventually move to the daily baseball hat. I think that had the, the, the time of the hat is here. I'm okay. going to go see my guy Phil tomorrow. We'll see what he can do. Your auto mechanic? No, my my barber's name Phil as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard you and Eddie talking about mechanics and construction guys yesterday. Yes, you always need a good one. Very important. You need a mechanic and a construction guy you can trust. And I know my guys are different than your guys, but all the same, very good guys. We all have good guys, Jerry. We have good guys. Now, is tonight's game on the Superstation TBS? I have no idea. It's on SNY. Live from Fulton County Stadium? I, I That's going to be awesome. Braves, the, Mets. All kidding aside, when was the last time you put a Braves game on on TBS? <laughs> when you were 14? <laughs> it's been a while. I mean, come on. I think they've been off of TBS. <laughs> you think? When do you think they were last They might time? be on t- I have no idea if they're on TBS anymore. I don't know. I when don't were watch the them. Braves. They might still be TV. there. They they are not still on TV. No, I don't know. Uh, 2007. Okay, so yeah. that's over. The program, which debuted in 1973, ended national broadcast in 2007. That's a good run. That was a solid. That's run. a 34, 35 season yeah. run. That was awesome. I loved Braves games on TBS. It's probably why they have more fans around the country than yeah. most teams. That's why I knew those Braves from the 1980s more than. Sure. Most other you teams. watch them. I watched them. I was surprised watching the game in Arlington last night. How many? Because the Cardinals have not had a good season. There were a lot of Cardinal fans in that building, and even some of the players afterwards, which I heard uh, driving in, even they were saying it was surprising with the season that the Rangers are having. They haven't had many opposing fans in their building this year, but it was very noticeable. The Cardinals last night. traveled right downtown. The Cardinals do travel. Jerry, I'm in my Kansas City I Royals 1985 World Series Champions T-shirt. Yeah, as long as you're not in the Cardinals one. 
You can't whatever. call yourself a Met fan. I know, but you can't call yourself a Met fan and wear a Cardinal shirt, especially not from that time when they were the hated Cardinals. Yeah, that's true. I know. It just reminded me of the 1980s. Stick with the Royals and the Brewers and your American League teams. All right. Fair All good. enough. All right, quick break. When we come back, a lot more to do. A lot more to do, including getting you to 6 o'clock. Boomer and Gio are going to fire you up through four hours right here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A little Def Leppard for you on a Tuesday. What is up? It's Alan Jerry till 6 o'clock. You got Boomer. You got Geo coming up then. Uh, Mets and the Yankees were off last night. Both beginning series coming up tonight. I was uh, came in today, Jerry. I like to look at uh, social medias for news. You know, see what's going on. See sure. what the people are writing about sports-wise and that sort of thing. And I saw a... Um, a tweet from Andy Martino from SNY right. covers the Mets and the Yankees yep. for SNY. And the tweet said, someone on Twitter is impersonating me, reporting that Steve Cohen threw a chair in anger, and this person has blocked me so I can't report them. Huh. The demise of this app is accelerating. <laughs> Imagine creating a fake Andy Martino account. I could. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how nutso people are. I did see uh, a bunch of people got fooled by a fake Adam Schefter yesterday, too, but it was a weird one. It was like nothing. It was just a random report. It was report. just a dumb report about somebody on the Colts. Okay, it's but just it, about the, it, it the wasn't betting about guy? the betting, no, okay. which was weird. It was it was just a weird, like, a weird thing to try to fool people. Hmm. I got to tell you, it's been quite um, awesome. Being off the Twitter machines? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Twice I don't a get day, a that's it. That's it. Check it out. That is it. Like it for news. It is a nice news source. It is a very good news source. Yeah. You just got to weed through all the crap. It's a good news source unless you have fake Andy Martinos running around. Was it there. Adam Schefter? It was Schefter. <laughs> Two R's? Yeah, like three R's at the end. Adam Schefter. <laughs> You're kidding me. No. Three R's and yeah. people fell for yeah, it? Yeah, people fell for it. Like the Adam Schefter, Schefter one makes sense because that R, I feel like it's lost. Yeah, right. If you have three R's at the end of his name. It was Adam Schefter. So that'd be like someone come up with a fake Al Dukes and they put three S's yeah, at the end. Yeah, Al Dukes. Mm, kind of silly. All right. I have a uh, fun media note for you, Jerry. Oh. Involving Fox. Pat McAfee making another $400 million now? <laughs> yes, they've had to cut many more uh, <laughs> uh, people in I saw Bristol. that story, that more people are, are bracing for cuts there. Yeah. I thought they were done with the cuts. No, they're, they're uh, bracing. ESPN is going to be cutting... Uh, big name talent soon. They they say uh, people who are quote unquote one dimensional. This according to I believe Andrew Marshan's column. So if you were, and and there were two people listed in the Andrew Marshan column who fall into this category. Which was who? Steve Young. Well, who what gets, do you want him to do? He's a quarterback. You want him to go do French Open tennis? Well, supposedly you know he gets paid a lot of money. He's only there on uh, the, doing the NFL countdown. And Susie Colbert's no. name was on the list. That, see, yeah. now that would be a, no. That can't happen. That's what I Susie saw. Susie Colbert should not be released. Absolutely not. Give her a raise. You want her to get a raise? I, I, 
I think she is one of the best personalities that's come through ESPN over the last. I guess 20 they're years, not using her properly now. They only have her on that really on that NFL on the NFL countdown. show. Yeah. Well, isn't she, and she hosts the studio show, doesn't she? Or does she not do that anymore? I'm either? not sure. I don't watch enough to know. I was reading that they say that Steve Young only has that job to keep a high profile for his outside of uh, broadcasting and football businesses. I guess because he's on TV, yeah, no, keeps I get him it. relevant. Yeah. He's also Steve Young. Yeah. And I, I actually thought he was pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like he's on there half-assing it. No. It doesn't, it, at least it doesn't appear that way to me. Never yeah. has. Man, those are two interesting names. Two big names, Jerry. So I we'll just, see what happens. I don't understand the business model of paying just a few people for a network like that. Paying just a few people that kind of money. And then releasing other big-name talent. And then so many low-level. I just, I don't get it. I, I I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, the economics is very strange. Like, are that many people going to watch because McAfee is on ESPN now, more so than they had? Are that many people going to watch? It wasn't Chris Canty. Who was the other guy that got the big deal? Marcus he, Spears. Marcus Spears. Yeah, yeah Marcus was it him? Yeah, it was him. Where he came out and said, "I feel weird about taking this yes. deal." Like, are you watching? No offense to Marcus Spears. Are you watching for Marcus Spears I am not. to where you would get rid of Steve Young? No. That is a very weird decision. It is very strange. All right. But anyway, I have a uh, I have a NASCAR on Fox story for you, Jerry. Okay. Kenny Wallace, who was a former driver and then uh, joined NASCAR on Fox, he, uh, he quit because he hates airports. What? He quit his job <laughs> okay. because he hates airports, and his job was requiring him to fly. And his reasoning, he said, was the more you go to the airport, the angrier you get. I cannot stand the airport. It's filth. I'm pissed all the time. I despise the airport because everybody's about themselves. Right. In particular, Jerry, he referenced people that, while waiting at the gate, blast music. And instead of putting headphones in, they're just playing their music. Yeah. And people who lay across multiple seats showing off their quote-unquote Crusty feet. <laughs> that happens a lot. He says he's had enough. <laughs> he can't take the airports anymore. So he's anymore. not going to work. He's not going to work. Well, I, I do think about people that travel a lot. Like that, you must just have to block out a lot of So things. a friend of mine who's in commercial real estate, I've told you about him a lot. He travels all, like every week he is either in Florida, Texas. Yeah. I mean, he's he's all over the country. Usually flies, and I shouldn't say every week, but I would say probably 40 weeks out of 52. That's 30, it's a lot. He flies 5 a.m. He does not want to fly at noon, doesn't want to fly at night. He wants to be the first plane out, first plane in. And so you basically get to the airport and get on the plane, and you don't deal with all that nonsense. Very yeah. smart. Very smart. Yeah. Uh, you must have to just be able to block it out, like put headphones on, block or out laugh everyone. At it. Yeah, he and, said he was trying to laugh at it, this yeah. uh, Kenny Wallace. He said he tries to get up and walk away when it becomes too much. He sure. said, but it's everywhere. The yeah. disgusting airport people. Yeah, and the whole laying across the seat thing is a very real thing with disgusting people that just rolled out of bed in their pajamas still. Yeah, like flying used to be classy. You'd dress up for it. Well, it's, uh, now it's pajamas and slippers and flip-flops. Yeah. Disgusting people. People bring... You ever have those red-eye flights? People show up with their pillows. Yeah. 
And pajamas. Stuffed teddy bears. All the time. Come on. Yeah, I know. I Man, know. Man, you should be wearing a shirt and tie on a plane. But things have changed with everything. You used to wear a shirt and tie to go to the ball game. That's true. We don't do that anymore. You used to go to church being in a suit and your Sunday best, as they yes. say. Yes. I've been to church in a while, but I know the last time I was there, flip flops and shorts and t shirts. Anything goes, Jerry. Yes, there are no there are no rules anymore. I blame Crocs. This all started when Crocs mm, came out. I don't know about that. I think it started before Crocs. When Crocs came out, people were like, I'm aware of Crocs to the airplane. Yeah, I I think people were in flip flops long before crops. Yeah. Especially now they make you take your shoes off. That's true. When you go through security. This Kenny Wallace was probably just trying to get Fox to get him of uh, private planes. You know what I mean? He's got a net worth of nine million dollars. That's pretty good. Not bad. So he doesn't need he doesn't need it anymore, and he's sick of your crusty feet at the airport. What a great situation to be in, though. Just be like, where you've got <laughs> enough money. Yeah, but you know what? I don't want to work anymore. I'm good. Why don't you want to work anymore? Oh, because people's crusty feet at the airport. I would imagine. So he's an, a former NASCAR guy. He is. I would think he probably lives in the Carolinas, maybe somewhere like that. Sounds about right. He can probably work enough in those areas where right. he doesn't have to fly. He doesn't need to fly and see crusty feet all day long. Now, I don't know the NASCAR circuit like you do. Mm-hmm. Would he be the Steve Young of NASCAR? <laughs> I hope not, because if he is, he's getting cut anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. In other uh, media-related news, Jerry, I have another, oh, more media. Media. Look at I have another media-related yeah. note. Let me ask you if you know what this means. So Dave Portnoy is the head of Barstool Sports, a noted uh, Boston sports fan. He loves his Boston Celtics. It's a Dave Portnoy versus Kyrie Irving Twitter beef situation. Portnoy tweeted eight clown emojis, Jerry. With, it's amazing how many seemingly intelligent people fall for the Kyrie scam. This is in response to Shams. How do you say his last name? Cherenia. Yeah. Cherenia. Or Cherenia. Yeah. That guy, Shams. He was saying that Kyrie is trying to recruit LeBron to come to the Mavericks. So Dave Portnoy was saying a guy like Sham Sharania falling for the, quote, Kyrie scam. Kyrie then responded to Dave Portnoy and said, let me see if you see this as a threat. Jerry. Okay. Quote, make sure you're taking care of yourself, David. You can only run your mouth for so long before karma catches up. Be, no, I don't think it's a threat. Be I, well. I don't think it's a threat. That sounds like a threat I think to he's me. talking about karma. You're going to run your mouth at some point. It'll come back and bite you in the ass. Oh, so not like I'm going to beat you up. No, I don't Oh, okay. No. I did like at the end he wrote, be well. Yes. Kyrie. End it nicely. Be well. That's all. And he all. called him David instead of Dave. Okay. That's fine. That was specifically yeah. written that way. I do know what he's saying, though, about the Kyrie thing. Because I fell for it hook, line, and sinker with the Nets. I did. I thought he was going to come here. And, and when he played, he was great. But he just didn't play enough. And this whole notion about him blowing up teams, I don't know how you – I can't argue it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I look at them now. You, know, you look at what the Nets were to what they are, and I think they're actually in a pretty good spot to rebuild this thing. But they were they were close to being a championship team if the guys just played, and they didn't play. And so to get LeBron – see, I wouldn't want to see LeBron go anywhere else now at this point. You've already been to Miami. You've been to Cleveland twice. Now you're in L.A. with the Lakers. It's enough. Like, we don't need another team. Yeah, you can't be one of those guys that just starts bouncing around team to team. Well, that's what he's done. That's what he's been. Yeah. He has bounced around. You know, going back to Cleveland was cool. And winning the championship, just in terms of 
where that franchise was and how they had never won. It's very neat. Home home kid makes good. It's great. Awesome. Even after leaving. But like, you want to see LeBron finish with the Knicks? No. Or the Ma- Like, if you're LeBron, too, here's the other thing. This is what I don't understand about NBA players or NBA teams at this point. The The idea that Kyrie still wants $50 million a year, you got to be drunk to give him that, given the track record. Like, the track record's what it is now. How would you ever sign him to that contract? Like, I would never. You want $50 million? Good. One year. That's it. I'll give you one year. Prove it. I'll give you another one next year. I, I don't know how you give him anything more than that. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, the NBA, they just keep paying dudes. Because they marvel over the talent. The problem is the availability. I mean, that's a big problem. And as good as he was, it didn't really work in Dallas. He played well, and they lost. He didn't play badly. He played well. It didn't work, though. You, what did we say? We can't create chemistry. No, you cannot, Jerry. You cannot create in chemistry. In all fields. Yes. It either works or it doesn't work. Right. It did not work in Dallas. Now you want LeBron. Could you imagine, too, your Luka Doncic? Like, that's your franchise. And now this guy wants to bring in LeBron. And if you're LeBron, why would you go? You wouldn't. You're not. Team with him. LeBron's not going anywhere. He's staying in Los Angeles with the Lakers. That's it. And then he'll finish, with the, and then he'll finish with the Knicks. <laughs> when his son comes out. We'll I've get Bronny that, and LeBron. I think I've said that for 10 years. That when LeBron's 40, he'll come play for the Knicks finally. You know, I just right now, as I said those names, realized that Bronny is LeBron. LeBronny. Like, is his name his son after his Braun part of his name? I don't know what his full given name is. His full given name might be Bronny. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, Perhaps it's Jerry. LeBron Jr. and they call him Bronny. Right, I don't know. Nor have Bronny I James. check it. LeBron Bronny James Jr. So there you go. So, oh, okay. so that's the nickname. His name is LeBron Ramon Bronny James Jr. Okay. That's cool. a lot of. So he's LeBron Jr. He's LeBron Jr. But they call him Bronny, so that people don't call him LeBron James. Were you a junior? Yes. Me too. No, actually, I have a different middle name. Okay. But my father's same first name. And, like, back when we used to get mail. Oh, so know, Like, confusing. your dad would open your mail. You'd open your dad's mail. And so did your dad ever get your Playboys that you... That I no. know that you secretly... Well, when I when I ordered those, that was when I was getting home before everybody saw I would get the mail first. And I only <laughs> had to get it... had to have been a time no, where you so. were running late. Or you went to a friend's house, and it was delivered a day early or a day late, and it came to your father, and he might have thought it was a free complimentary issue. There had to have I been. I don't think so. Did you not get your poor Lena Postgrove one? <laughs> I got them all. <laughs> you were, everyone had it. It was the one you didn't have. Well, she wasn't a Playboy. Was she in Playboy? Or was that just Sports Illustrated? She was in Sports Illustrated. She was on a Playboy cover. Okay. But she was not nude. And your dad has that one. To my disappointment. <laughs> 536, quick break. We'll come right back. We got Boomer and Geo on a Tuesday on the fan. Hi, right, quarter to six. What is up? It's summer. It's a summer Tuesday. I, can, I know it's not officially summer, but it's summer. Did you enjoy your summer weekend? I did have a great summer weekend, Jerry. It's barbecuing. Look at you. Putting meat on the grill. How are the, um, is the beach, bi- I know it was chilly this weekend. Yeah, it has not been that busy. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Because it, it is a little bit of a chill in the air. Although we went from uh, 92 on Thursday to 68 on Friday. Yeah. Bizarre. It, it gets, uh, it, it gets Cool, yeah. warm, cool. It's one of these situations down by the Jersey Shore beaches. In the sun, it's very hot. And then if you turn the corner and you're in the shade, it's freezing. Yep. 
All right, so not too not too crowded yet. Not too crowded All yet. Right. There was uh, last Friday, I think, when I got home, Thursday or Friday, there was a uh, eighth grade field trip to the beach. No oh, fun. So a lot of punks walking around there, mm. Jerry. No, that's the age Kept you can't stand. 13 and 14-year-olds. Kept my eye on those punk I'm kids, sure make sure they did. weren't causing any They actually looked really young. They are. And didn't look like trouble. Well, as you get older, they get younger. Yeah. They didn't actually look like trouble. I looked like if they were trying to beat me up, I might be able to beat they them look up. Like nice yeah, they look like nice kids. How about that? Nice children. Good. Glad to hear it's it. It's the 10th graders, 11th graders. They start to be like 15, 16. That's. Well, eighth grade is pretty close to that. That's punk town. Yep, I gotcha. Eighth grade's like 13, I think. 14, 14 and ninth. 14 and 15, probably. 14 and 15. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> These kids, once they start to skateboard and get on scooters and drive get their permits, that's when they're trouble. Mm -hmm. Good news, Jerry. Aaron Rodgers was back on the field. I know you were worried about his calf. No, I wasn't. No, I don't know why anybody would be worried about his calf in May. I'm worried about it. Okay. Well, it's June now. We're already getting close to the season. No, we're not. we got 12 weeks to go. Getting close. Which that, I will say, does not sound like a lot of time. 12 weeks does not. But that's also a quarter of the year, basically. But if you were to say July. I guess it's 13 weeks before the season. 13 weeks. That yeah. does not seem like a lot. But Jerry. that's a quarter of the year. You're telling me in 13 weeks we kick off the Correct. season? Yes. Like a yeah. real game, not well, well, not a Hall yeah. of Fame game. Four weeks from now is roughly July 6th, then August 6th, then September 6th. How and then the following the week is September 13th. I thought the summer is like 26 the, weeks. The summer, unfortunately, is only nine weeks. <laughs> like the biggest. <laughs> what? And, and and if you think about a lot of public schools that don't get out till the end of June, I mean, yeah. it legit is a nine-week summer. That's Man, all it is. I remember as a kid, I thought summer was, you know, six months long. Oh, my God, yeah. Mm-mm. We are it's getting quick. ripped off. Yes, we do. You tell me NFL real season kicks off in 13 weeks? And to be quite honest, when you get to mid-August, it feels like it's over. Yeah, you're right. At that August 1st turning of the calendar is depressing to me. You know, and you've got to you've got to enjoy it before July Fourth weekend. Now, yes, right. I July Fourth weekend, you're like, now we're in it. We yes. are in it. That's why when you get really good weather in May and June, yeah, bonus time, boner time. No, yeah, that's no, what I said. no, bonus, bonus time. time, not boner time. No. So that's good news to see Aaron Rodgers back out there slinging it. You used I, the blue shoes this weekend? Is that why you got boners not, on your mind? I did not use the blue shoes. Okay, uh, I did see uh, the Jets put out a couple of. Uh, Nice passes that Aaron Rodgers made. There's no defense. There, there, there was no defense. That is true. <laughs> Come on. But he did make some nice looking passes. Okay. I think I just wanted to show off him and his calf. He can still throw. He can still throw. He's doing just fine. In slow motion. By the way, I know uh, there was a while here where the two Long Islanders on this show, Mr. Boomer Asais and Mr. Greg Giannotti, were all excited about this Jack Cohn fella. Yeah. He was a quarterback, uh, I guess. Notre uh, Dame. Notre Dame, right? And... uh People had high hopes for him in the NFL, which were dashed. And then he went to the XFL or something. But I was just reading he's got a workout with the San Francisco 49ers. Nice. Good for him. Good Although, luck. They got a lot of quarterbacks on that team. They do. And Brock Purdy is playing well, they, they got say. Brock Purdy. They still have Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. is there, yeah. Sam Darnold, who everyone was acting like is the next is, coming of Joe is Montana. Is Jack Cohen the one that Eddie said yeah. the injury with the party? Yes. That, that was, was when uh, Gio when was, was texting at a, them. 
Yeah, Gio went to a Jack Cohn viewing party That's when he was it. playing at Notre Dame, and he got injured. That's what it was. And then Eddie was like, how's the party going now? Something like that. <laughs> how's that Jack Cohn party going? <laughs> That's awful. <Yeah>. Funny, but <laughs> awful. <laughs> Man. He did. He got injured during a game, and Eddie just wanted to know how things were, how things were looking up at that viewing party. I was in Salt Lake City watching that game. <laughs> I would think it was in, was it in Chicago or something. Yeah. And you just were like, let me tweet, let me text the Geo here and see how they, what the vibe is at that Jack Cohn viewing party now that he got hurt. So he's, uh, let's wish him well, Jerry. I just did. I said, oh, I hope, he, I hope well. he gets the spot. Let's go. Sign a contract. I hope he gets the spot with the 49ers. Although they are acting like the um, Sam Darnold's like a this awesome quarterback. Well, that's I, the talk. Out I mean, there, Sam Jerry. Darnold was drafted in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> we forget that. No, I don't forget that. I, it just never worked out for him. I yeah. feel like when he went to Carolina, they thought the same thing. And then remember, he won the first game. Yes. And then was eh, not so great. Now right. he's looking for another team. They think about when you talk about teams like the Packers, who have had two quarterbacks in 30 years, basically, maybe even longer than that. Now they're going on to Jordan Love. But you, you had Favre to Rodgers forever. Yeah. The Colts had Peyton Manning. Now, Andrew Luck didn't play as long as people would have liked, but they had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Long time there with the quarterback. The Jets drafted Sam Darnold to be their 15-year starter. It's not that long ago. And he's on his third team already. Yeah. And the Jets are on like their third quarterback from him. Yeah, we move quickly now in the Unbelievable. NFL. If you don't turn it on right away, we're moving on. Well, and the business of the NFL is hurt too because of the whole contract situation. If an, if a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback isn't good and ready to win within those first three years, we move on. Right, because otherwise you got to pay them big bucks. Yes, and the salary is so stupid in the league. It really, the whole salary structure to me is wrong. Yeah. But whatever. The Kansas City Chiefs finally got their visit to the White House. Yes, what they the hell did. took so long, Jerry? It's June sixth. I I don't know. I'm not really sure. I did. Uh, That's weird. I will play a couple things for you because oh, I, okay. I did find this. Yes. So after Biden talks, um, Clark Hunt spoke, and then Andy Reid went up at the end. Now, it it was nothing, but I got to tell you, watching this shook my head like eyes wide open when you heard this, and in this day and age. So this is Reed speaking. Listen to what happens. I'll tell you what, we're fired up to be here as a football team. President Biden, your staff, uh, we, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for inviting us to the White House. I mean, Doesn't it sound like gunshots? Everybody good? <laughs> we're really fired up. Right? I don't think it was anything more than something going on with the microphones. Yeah. Like I was, I was listening to it. And I wasn't watching it at the My time. Gosh. And I heard it. I was like, what the hell? You know, you start to wonder. And it yeah. turned out it was nothing. But that is a crazy sound. I thought someone shot Andy Reid. Um, you could make the case that it sounded like that. <laughs> Nuts. Or he got electrocuted from the microphone. Or, But he didn't because he was able to keep oh, talking. he was good. He made yes. it. And then, of course, as he only can, Andy Reid uh, talks about how first class the whole situation was. And what does it always come back to for him? From the tour that we had to the history here. To the great food, man. You can't forget the great food. To the great food. <laughs> great food at the White House? Yes. He would have loved when Trump was in there. He was getting you fast food. Burgers. But burgers. That is true. When anyone would come visit the White House. That is very true. Your choice of all the fast food <laughs> fairs here in the Washington, D.C. area. I will play this. So, And this is like we, we had fun with Trump, too. Made fun of him as well. This one. So Biden's referencing 
coaches that uh, played at the University of Delaware. So Biden apparently played college football at Delaware, too. <laughs> I don't know if he loses his train of thought here. I don't know what the hell he's doing, but he's talking about the coach that they played for, and he tries to praise that coach and then decides not to. The three of you had one of the same coaches that I had, the great Tubby Raymond, who was named, who was, um, anyway, he's a hell of a coach. <laughs> Tubby Raymond. <laughs> Shout out. He was named, he was, anyway, <laughs> great coach. <laughs> he was terrific. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think I prefer when everyone was boycotting going to the White House. <laughs> okay. When they were just like, ah, we're not going. Yeah. The Trumpsters in there, we're not going. Now Biden's back. Ah, we'll go. We'll there were go. some we'll get that the went. Food. There were some that went. There were a couple that went, but most people. But Reed made it clear, you know, they wanted to be there in 2020, but because of the pandemic, they couldn't. So they didn't make it that time, but very excited to be there this time around. I mean, I don't care who's in the White House. You you get a visit to the White House, I agree. you got to go. I I agree with you. That's cool to be walking around in the White House. George Washington was there. Yes, I agree. Abe Lincoln. Yeah, I understand. These are names you're familiar with, right, Jerry? It's like when Yankee Stadium was still erect. And yet Babe Ruth was walking those grounds. Yes, Roger Maris. Exactly. And we talked about the Red Sox and Fenway Park and Wrigley and all these places where the the greats actually walked on those grounds. The ghosts. Yes. By the way, George Washington wasn't there. Well, I'm sorry. He was the president. White House was built after... John Adams first. So where'd he live? I think the capital was Philadelphia at the time. Philadelphia? George Washington? Or New York. What? This sounds like (laughs) fake news. Sad. You would think we would know that? I'm going to ask Evan. Call him. He's up. Maybe George Washington stayed in his boyhood home. <laughs> that Evan went and saw Evan a vacation. See, yeah. And they, maybe presidents didn't have a place to live. <laughs> I suppose it's possible. So John Adams was the first one to live in the White House. I was not aware of that. Me neither. neither were you. Philadelphia and New York both were the seats of the uh, country. Let me ask you this. this. is not me being stupid on purpose. <laughs> just We just are. Was Abe Lincoln president after Adams? Like, Did he get to live in the White House? Abe Lincoln? Uh, yes, yes. He did. And where was Ford Theater? That's a great question. Wow, you stumped Eddie. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, go- I'm guessing it would be in... Detroit? No. Oh. <laughs> I would guess in the Washington, Yeah, it was D. right D. next to Ford Field. That's what I thought. <laughs> Near the old Silverdome. I'm guessing the Washington, Maryland That was area. hilarious. Oh, okay. All right, quick break. When we, when we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll see if we can be even dumber than we were just this segment. Probably not that hard. And then Boomer and Geo. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the NFL. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Mets and Yankees are off. Mets in Atlanta tonight. Yankees play the White Sox tonight. The Golden Knights beat up the Panthers pretty good 7-2 and another night with uh, no basketball. What else? People are praising uh, Jennifer Aniston, Jerry, the for? the actress from Friends and various movies. I don't even think you need to reference Friends anymore. She's Jennifer Aniston. You People know who that I is think just so. by name. She, I guess, was on Instagram, and she was showing off gray hair. Okay. It happens to all of us. I know, but people were, like, so happy and excited that she was showing herself, Jerry, without her regular brown hair, whatever okay. color hair she has. I guess she was uh, pushing some sort of hair products that she uses. No. But, uh, yep, gray hair, Jerry, 54 yeah. years old. She, I tell you what, she's doing pretty good for she's 54. Doing pretty good. Yes, she is. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Yeah, the other, uh, Courtney Cox, she she had a lot of work done over the years. Yeah. And, in fact, I've heard her in inter- interviews saying that she regrets 
doing a lot of that. Uh, you start working on those facial things they when all, you're younger. You become addicted to it. Yeah, and then when you get older, your your bones, your bone structure gets all screwy, Louie. You know a little bit about that? Bone structure? <laughs> you keep losing more weight, your cheekbone's <laughs> going to pop through the skin. Yeah, that's what happens. Your that's cheekbones been, pop that out. That cast has had issues. You know, Matthew Perry had the book. Yeah, that right. revealed a lot of issues over the years with him while at Friends and afterwards. Yep. Joey's done all right. Joey's done WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.